Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Join my more Dudley boys, Michael Hammer from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of SmackDown New Year's Revolution. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Dressing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do one yesterday. It's a long one. Uh. We do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review SmackDown, but also Monorail. Show for me on his NXT but. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. A quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hammond to look ahead to SmackDown. Tonight, we had day one Raw to start the week off, and to finish it off, we have SmackDown New Year's Revolution. <laughs> Normally, you have a question for me, but I've got one for you. What's up? I don't know. <laughs> Give me, like... Uh... It's a little taste of what you get on NXT. I'm not going to go the whole hog. Indeed, but normally... Despite what people may think when they listen and watch on YouTube or listen and just think, doing a funny noise, there is like a um, a crumb of logic or there is a path as like off kilter and as offbeat as it looks, there is a path between Wilborn's funny voice and the actual name of the show. What's a good, e- ah, I'll give the most recent example. What was the name of the uh, NXT show on Tuesday? Uh, it was NXT New Year's Eve. Right. Now, that might, may sound like a Wilborn funny voice or indeed look like one, mm-hmm. but that is rooted in our long-standing stupid Egyptian, uh, uh-huh. which, of course, is what? It's evil, and thus the New Year's Evil baby, and it, like, shrinks the sound down. Uh-huh. You can sort of draw a line between the two things. I got really excited. I, I, I'm really happy for, you know, money in the bank and stuff, but all I saw was NXT Heat <laughs> which, again, if you're not watching on YouTube, because I'm not even filming this right now, no. uh, that'll probably be, you'll see that for the first time. That is a kind of a salute with a wave. Is that yeah, fair yeah. to say? So that's, uh, whew, it's hot. Heat wave. <laughs> What is New Year's revolution? Is it, we're going back to revolutionary times. Is something to do with yeah. forefathers? Or? It's something like that. I was tempted to do May, oh, okay, but I don't know any of the words. So. Yeah. And I don't think they mention New Year in that, do they? No, I don't think or so. In Old Lang Syne. Yeah. I hate Old Lang Syne, by the way. Yeah. I hate the song. I hate the thing where people do the cross arms bit. Something that really like makes it itch down there when I think of Old Lang Syne. You know, one of our favorite places to go is WrestleMania. And mm-hmm. if we could go, we'd go every year. The polar opposite to that is 
Do you want to go and stand on the River Thames oh. in the freezing cold on December 31st to watch some fireworks that will objectively look better on television because you get, get all the angles for the drones and bollocks? I could be wrong. And if anyone listens to this and is like bang into that as one of their like annual like festive things or just it's just something you're into. I think you might even have to get a ticket to get into that little holding pen. I don't think it's like free free. Because obviously I think it's this is a fireworks thing, isn't it? Like, let's say for example, there's a fence here. I'm illustrating a square on the desk. Yeah. There's a fence here. <laughs> and it's like, well, get in this holding pen for the best night of your life. And it's like or stand on the other side of the fence for complete free. So you can do that for you can do that for Stonehenge, by the way. It's just like a fence, and it's just... It's just well... <laughs> I can see it. It's the same... It's a, ten you, yards away. Have you been to Stonehenge? No. Right. You think that, but they are onto a bit of a winner there. I can you scratch your name in it if you go? I've never been up close Apple to... Apple was here. I've never been to it up close because I didn't want to spend the money. Basically, you're driving past it, and you can get... You know, you can see the rocks. Oh, there's the rocks. Mm. A bunch of crossbars. <laughs> Take a football up there, they'll, they'll let you. Right? Or... This was when I went, which was many, many years ago. There's like, uh, y- you get close to it, and then it's got on a National Trust, something like that, and it's like, the Stonehenge experience. <laughs> and you pay whatever it is, and they let you drive up close to it. And I can't remember if they let you get out of the car and walk around and kick, kick the stones off. Take them with you. Yeah, like, you know, spit on the stones, whatever you want to do on the stones. <laughs> <laughs> piss up the stones. <laughs> you pissed up Stonehenge. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you you can drive past it, but not super mega close to it. Uh, there is actually okay. a bit of a, a distance where they get the money out of you. I think we might have just landed on our first SmackDown Photoshop of the new year, by the way. SmackDown catchphrase coming later, the uh, first of twenty twenty. Uh, uh, but yeah, um, sorry, Brian, but get to get to working on Stonehenge. We've not even started previewing anything yet. Good luck. I just also like the idea that WWE goes New Year's Revolution two thousand five, New Year's Revolution two thousand six, New Year's Revolution two thousand seven. New Year's Revolution 2024! Is New Year's Revolution, uh, I might be getting, my memory might be going to my old age, bit of a cursed mm-hmm. show on New Year's Revolution. So New Year's Revolution 2005 was a kick-ass show emanating from Puerto Rico, if memory serves. And don't we love shows yes. there? But uh, Lita, I believe, got injured against Trish on the yep. undercard. And Eugene got injured in a tag match with Regal against... You can get this. Uh, La Resistance? No. Someone who is still wrestling today. Mm. Someone who we talked about yesterday. Yesterday. Christian Cage. And? Tyson Tomko. Yeah. So, aye. That uh, that was cursed. And then in... Why was there two Shelton Benjamin Maven matches? Because one ended super quickly, I think. Check the match time. Yeah, one's five seconds. Yeah. But it was the second one. You pins him again. What? And Maven's like, no, we go again. (laughs) All right. And beats him again. Uh, Hey, Kane versus Snitsky on this show. Indeed. Setting up what a lot of people believed at the time was going to be the Undertaker's WrestleMania match that year, which was the Undertaker and Kane versus Snitsky and Heidenreich. I like your poems. I like the way you force Michael Cole against the wall, whatever it was. The... Oh, La Resistance were working uh, New Year's Revolution. They did a dark match against the Hurricane and Rosie. Right, yeah. Superhero in training. 2007's New Year's Revolution was the site of the second Triple H quad injury. Was it? When DX fought rated RKO. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels had to improvise that finish where he just went ballistic on everybody with a steel chair and elbowed one of them through a table uh, because I Triple H tore his quad again. So uh, there is a bit of... um, 
Oh, there's a bit of like injury law to New Year's Revolution. Well, so I, hope I, hope, I hope nobody gets hurt on this SmackDown tonight, not least as we kind of just saw news of Charlotte Flair's yeah. recovery time starts now. So get well soon to Da Queen. Uh, but aye, so that it's, there's probably a reason why they left that one in the in the aughts in the 2000s. You see that uh, thing about yesterday? Feel old with my oh, facts God. about time. I thought I was about to tweet you going, you idiot. That's right. Oh, no. Yes, that's exactly what happened to me. I was like, I was thinking about, I don't know why. But I was thinking about, um, I, I th- for a moment, I got confused about what year it was. I thought it was 2025. <laughs> and I went, God, like 15 years till 2040. And I've got a mate that gets really pissed off when I remind him how old we are. <laughs> so I was going to be like, yeah, you realise we're only 15 years from 2040. I was like, oh, no, you idiot. We're 16. Si- si- 16, like, that's still the 2000s. Yeah. And then once I saw 2008, I was like, 2008 was yesterday. Yeah. And I knew a load of people would read that and think it. And I was like, good, let's ruin some days. <laughs> Send a tweet. Um, you mentioned Charlotte like that. Remind me to to talk about her or something adjacent to her a little bit later Shana on. Shane Wayne. No, um, but have you seen? Um, they are at the uh, Rogers Arena. Go on, then. I don't, I don't, I don't need to. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, Sex in uh, Vancouver tonight. Nicest place in the world to live, apparently. Vancouver. A bit, a bit of a disappointing house. This. Go on. Last time they were here was twenty twenty two September. Mm-hmm. Saturday night's main event did eight thousand. Yep. Just the 12,816 tickets so far sold. Oh, another 10 plus for that blue brand. Vancouver is... They add, added more floor seats yesterday. Oh, wow. Floor seats. Also, but we're still going to get the big SmackDown set. They're not going to do the Survivor Series gimmick. No, just no, tear no. It all down. The, so Vancouver is apparently one of the nicest places in the whole world to live in. You know? Is it? It is. And Rogers, for those that may not know, our Canadian listeners will know this. Um, Rogers is like one of the big evil corporations of Canada. It's like everything. I think they do internet maybe or television or both, but like, you know, like we've got Sky. Yeah. Rogers, I'm sure, is like Sky for Canada. So there's a good chance. Rogers Communications. Yeah, your your TV and your phone and whatever is through Rogers. Um, So yeah, that's like, that'll be their big branded show. A bit like, um, you know, the, the Kia Forum in LA. Yeah. That WWE also ran over Christmas. AEW ran that, hasn't they? But this is not an mm-hmm. AEW podcast. Let's move on. Anything good on this show, Will Vaughn? Uh, quite a bit to look forward uh, I to. I thought it might be. Tribal Chief's back. Yeah. He is uh, in attendance. Presumably keeping an eye on the triple threat match to see who he faces at the Rumble. What's pretty cool about the... It wasn't so much as a Christmas break, but the they did take the weeks to do the best ofs, I guess. I'm trying to remember. Was there a SmackDown yes. in between? It was, wasn't there? There was a SmackDown. I think there was a SmackDown... The Friday before, but then in the bit between, it taped maybe, one. yeah, they yes, they, that was they, it. they taped. So like, it doesn't really feel like Roman's been away from when he rocked up just before Christmas, mm-hmm. and you had the um, the AJ Styles turn, mm-hmm. and then he wrestled on the taped one. And that's a good Al. Um, didn't watch that. Yeah, did you not? I, didn't. <laughs> I literally just <laughs> from that Tuesday that I finished, I went see it. World's end. I got a great deal of respect for you. And then on like the. January 1st, yeah. I went, better catch up on NXT. I'm not insane. Wait till uh, Eric's a bit older and wrestling might be like for me where it's actually a brief salvation away from real life <laughs> over Christmas. But um, aye, it wasn't so great. It put me off, in fact, the idea of it being a four-way, but this triple threat has put me back on to it. Yeah, like, I can't uh, decide what happens here. There was So where of, let's like assess the situation. Orton comes back and we all think Orton reigns yeah. rumble. LA Knight promises to destroy the bloodline, and we think, yeah, does he kind of get around to that after WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. Like, I could see LA Knight and Reigns at Backlash if Reigns is sticking around, if Reigns has lost the belt 
which is becoming a scary if to Dwayne. I expected it to. Um, yeah, a beltless Roman Reigns versus LA Knight and putting him over before he takes a break. Mm-hmm. I could see that. And then AJ returns and has all this heat with the bloodline, but in the meantime is kind of taken on this new character where he's presumably going to... Like, he's a heel, basically, but he's going to turn full emo AJ after whatever happens at the Rumble happens. Aren't these men better suited in a four-way than in the Rumble? Because I think they are. I, th- In my opinion, I can see them doing a four-way. Mm. I hope they don't do it where Roman goes the idiot... Uh, heel champion strategy of, well, whoever wins the triple threat faces me at the Rumble, but if no one wins the triple threat, then I guess I got the night off. Oh, my God. We've got a one. brainwave here. We have called that uh, decision idiotic, mm. brain dead, and stupid for years because every time it happens, the heel thing. Well, you know what? Definitely can't go wrong about this plan, and I'm sure enough it goes wrong. The only time I defended it was in NXT when Roddy did it because it was he was either facing Dijak or whatever he's called back then. Yeah. Or Keith Lee, and he and he went, dis- I'll have them both. Yeah, destroy each other in a yeah. match. But typically, it's like, you, you won't believe how this is going to shake down. Especially because Nick Aldis, by the way, taking absolutely no S off Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Like, so I do quite like that. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, brain dead, stupid, idiotic. Yeah. Right? Who does Roman Reigns know that's brain dead, stupid, and idiotic? And might think he's doing right by throwing the match out. <laughs> Jimmy Uso runs in with a steel chair. Fixed it. Wallops all three. and be like, thank you later, Tribal Chief. You idiot. And then the SmackDown general manager, who I didn't just name and step on my own dick five minutes ago, <laughs> comes out and he's like, you idiot, <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, but you've left me, SmackDown general manager, no choice but to book Roman Reigns against all three men. Yeah. And Jimmy's like, oh, God, sorry. I did a whoopsie. <laughs> oh, no. Now you have to go in the Rumble and win it. Yeah. Like, I guess I'll have to conduct my business at the Royal Rumble, but you will too, and you can win it. Like, stop those 29 men, especially stop your idiot brother, Jay, yeah. and uh, anybody else that fancies a shot at the title, and then he does CM Punk's thing with the hands. Mm-hmm. Gets a neck tattoo. And he's like, Do you get who I'm talking about, Jimmy? Stop these people. Yeah. I like that, because my <laughs> assumption was going to be Randy Orton wins, mm-hmm. and you do AJ Styles and LA Knight in the Rumble. They can have a spot in there. AJ can eliminate LA Knight to continue that story on. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. what LA and and, and WrestleMania AJ, for those two, do you reckon? Don't know. Yeah. Just just as an idea, yeah. but um, yeah, I would assu- I would previously would have assumed Randy, but I can easily see that happening. Um, and I sense Roman is gonna just open the show and then sit backstage for the most of it. Yeah, probably. Like that's they like their big Roman segment uh, in a number drawing part of the show, and it typically means you get both. Where he said like uh, maybe I'll. Uh, turn up back and watch the main event in person or something, whatever. And you know you're going to get a second Roman thing at the end where he runs in and there's a Superman punch or whatever. But yeah, the start of the night feels like, on this particular one, um, he could claim that, you know, it's New Year's Revolution because Roman Reigns is here. That's why this show matters. Yeah. That's why they've made a big deal out of this because Roman Reigns is starting 2024 off right. I was champion on... I was champion on day one of 2021 and I was champion on the end and 2022 yeah. and 2023 and all that and here I am yet again and it's just going to be the same forever and ever and ever 2024 is going to be no different to all those other years me on top of the start me on top of the end and then at the end of Smackdown he's not even on top of the end of this broadcast and it's setting up the idea that this year will be different and to make it even worse of a night Jimmy Uso says happy new yeet to the tribal chief oh man yeah <laughs> Roman looks at him like I'm going to kill That's you absolutely going to happen <laughs> I'm raging that I didn't come up with it. That's uh, certainly going to happen. Uh, there's another champion set to show up on this show whilst uh, 
his future opponents are being dealt with. But before we get to that, there's a title match as well. Mm-hmm. Because EO Sky is defending the WWE Women's title against Meechin. Um, obviously, with the, the, the stuff that's been going on um, with, well, the, the surprise, surprise, gang of baby faces who've teamed together to take on this evil stable. Yeah. It does feel like a fairly straightforward defense, though, because EO Sky has bigger plans in 2024. Yeah. Um, Meechin and Zelina Vega were rather awkwardly forced together to work as a team against Damage Kataral. Uh, and this smacks of Meechin versus EO Sky, smacks of um, the way Triple H was booking Rhea Ripley as a champion on Raw, where you line up this. It's barely a challenger. I, like, I don't count Ivy Noyle as this. I was going to say that was a re- tremendous. That was the match that Maxine Dupree should have had. Yeah, but like there's been several wrestlers. I'm thinking Maxine Dupree. I'm thinking Indy Hartwell. I'm thinking even Candice LeRae have had these completely predictable title matches. Even to like extend the point further, a Raka Rodriguez where you like she's not going to beat Rhea Ripley. Yeah. But how good can the match be? Like whether it's just been obvious winner, obvious loser stuff. So I've not got a great deal of interest in the result. The match quality, however, um. Mia Yim had a really uneven run in NXT back when Triple H was booking the NXT Women's Division doing a good job with it. But I would say that her main roster return has been better than anything she did. Yeah. Maybe apart from that horrifying ladder match she had in 2019. All the time she pretended she was covered in bugs so they can get an elimination for... uh... Of course. You know, retribution notwithstanding. That should be a point that we add to every point we make. Um, Yeah, I would argue that this main roster run's probably been better for her than... The, and she's not even done that much. Like, half the no. time, like, the OC have been forgotten about, or she's just a sidekick, but she just... What a life Anderson and Gallows have got. Oh, they've nailed it. Like, it's in gimmick, they are their shoot yeah. selves. That's that's what you want, isn't it? Um, so I don't expect her to win, but I, I just think this is, like, more profile than she probably would have got otherwise. Her and Vega will go into the Rumble. This is where we should talk about Charlotte Flair's injury. Because yes. it's not just Charlotte Flair, is it? We, very giddily, before Christmas were, first of all, speculating about four horsewomen versus Damage Kataro. Oh, my God. Then Charlotte Flair got injured, and Adam Wilborn saved the day with the Boston Hug connection going for the tag belts. Oh, my God. That feels dead, too. Yeah, it feels like uh, Mercedes Money is eventually going to show up on AEW television. Yeah. What kind of rewrite, if any, I'm drafting you in yet again, Always the day saviour. What kind of rewrite, if any, does Triple H come up with now? Because Bailey versus Io was not dependent on the horsewomen. No. Like, she was... Like, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair was a really nice addition to the War Games build, but then it quickly became about Bailey being this outsider in her own group and then saving the day and then finally just shifting the whole thing to make her the babyface in the story. And then clearly when Charlotte got injured, they're like, well, now we need to pause that. Mm. What are we going to do with this? Like, is Bailey still a Rumble favorite? Is that the? She is for me. Is that the? Is that the way you get to Bailey Eel rather than say, for example, the Elimination Chamber? And you think about Rhea Ripley's challenger in the Rumble. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think you can tell the Damage Kataral story effectively without needing to lean on Horsewoman stuff. But it does feel a little bit like they've hit pause. Yeah, I'd, if, if you're asking me what I think the WrestleMania 40 card, I mean, there's another match that I've still got really cool. What mm-hmm. I think the WrestleMania 40 card looks like, I still am booking Bailey versus EO Sky for the uh, SmackDown, the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah. I don't know what, what Asuka and Kyrie and people like that are doing. I don't know. I, we talked about this in the office, but this morning, every year there is somebody that almost like inexplicably is just out of 
the, like the matches shake out, and then it's as if somebody goes, "Oh God, we oh God, we don't know any songs." Like, <laughs> oh God, we didn't think of something. Bailey's like fit and healthy. Why is she not wrestling on this first show in front of a crowd in a year? That's right. We'll have one of the Bella twins drop, but that'll do it. Oh Jesus Christ, we're in Hollywood and we've forgot to book something for LA night. Like, if only we had two spots, one on each night of a surprise wrestler. It just falls that way sometimes. It do be that way. I have real worries that consistent best stadium wrestler Bianca Belair is not going to get a WrestleMania mm. match. I like because you could book you could book a Kyrie and Asuka in some sort of women's tag title thing, couldn't you? You could. Uh, the showcase seems to be yeah. an alternative to the Andre. Like, uh, they give the, like Bianca Belair the Andre. If they uh, like, even that's been relegated to SmackDown yeah, in recent it's not years. The so, thing, is it? what what do they do? With, she's got this uh, the new uh, Montez Ford reality show launching. So, yeah. they will definitely lean on the fact that she's this like all encompassing megastar now. But that's not the real quiz, is it? The real quiz is a WrestleMania singles match, and she is is what I'm leading to is is she like despite being the EST and a multi-time champion, and kind of the god of all this, is she a like an outside bet to win the Rumble? She's entering the place where she won her last one, the mm. Thunderdome, but mm-hmm. in uh, in Florida, wherever it is. Like, all of a sudden, from being like kind of on the outside of things, could you just give her the Rumble and then guarantee yourself like her and like Io Sky in a massive title match that will... I don't think... Like, I'm going to WrestleMania. Bailey turns babyface and you get the music and you get the whatever. Yeah, Bailey buddies. Yeah, I'm all the way in, but like you, Bianca Belair needs to be doing something big, right? Yeah, it's one of those things I was just thinking about there. I think Bianca's in the final four of the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Becky, Bailey, Bianca, Tiffany Stratton. I needed someone to be there just to really wind up Sidgwick. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> we'll get. We'll yeah. think so. Um, Bye, Pinivin. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I don't think she wins. There's an argument to be made, you know, since you pointed out the new reality TV show that they do, and it's really lazy, this, and it's not good enough, in my opinion, because you want to see a wrestle. Mm. They host Tez and, and uh, Bianca. Oh, that's that's it. You've done it. I don't want to see... Oh, I, I want to see that. I love them to, those two together, but I want to see him doing more. I love watching Montez Ford. We've seen Street Profits host Wally Mania. Yes. So this is... Oh, but I, I could easily see it. I could easily see yeah. Bianca doing something like... We talked about Tiffany Stratton. Well, the, the cool office. thing about... I will say this, right? The cool thing about if they were to host... Um, and, you know, we'll get on maybe to what the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley might be getting up to any time soon with yeah. potential teasers on this show. But the cool thing about that is that there are no shortage of people you could bring in for them to beat up as, like, the babyface hosts. You know, like, there's a... Like, whether or not it would be the Prophets and Bobby Lashley, and they could just beat up some heels. But especially with Bianca Belair, like, you could make a WrestleMania moment capital M by bringing back some heel legend figure yeah. that wants to take Bianca's spot, and then Bianca just decks her, and everybody goes wild, and it's a great time. But it's it's weird, isn't it? The, the, the New Day have hosted to great success. Yeah. The Miz has done it a couple of times, and... It just pulls it off because he's really good at that sort of thing. But I don't know. I think a lot of people would be disappointed that she was the streak to continue. Yeah, this is it. Like, the, the and that doesn't doesn't stop it from continuing if she doesn't do a match. Miss WrestleMania streak. This Tiff- the- I'd, I'd have Tiffany Stratton versus Bianca Belair if, if I'm booking it. But then I'm booking WrestleMania 40 to be the wildest card ever. I got a booking for you for Elimination Chamber. Go on. Um, which, by the way, you should definitely start calling Elimination Bloody Chamber. Yeah. In a certain accent. It's, I've, it's tinged with disappointment now, though. And congratulations to them, but 
isn't one of the Iconics pregnant again? Oh, is that right? So yeah. there's no chance of them working the show. I got a big women's match for the Elimination Chamber card. Go on. So I think one of the surprise entrants in the Royal Rumble is Trish Stratus. Oh, my God. And she first looks for a bit of revenge on Becky Lynch. She targets Zoe Stark after she attacked her after they split. And she got to know, gets a bit of dominance or whatever. And she points at the WrestleMania sign. Three, two, one. Boom, 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 boom. And it's Lita looking for revenge because she was attacked and screwed yes. out the tag title all the way back at last April. And they run Lita versus Trish in Perth. I like that a lot. Just, there's a stadium. It's not the WrestleMania Trish stadium. Trish versus Bianchi could do at Mania. Hello there. You Have could do that. The greatest versus the current best. <laughs> EO wins the, or retains the title tonight for you, though. Stratist. Stratus versus Stratton as well. Oh, there you go. T- the t- Tiffany Strat versus Trish Strat. Things sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> we booked it. Um, I, mean, I miss this podcast. Yeah. Let's what were you saying? Yeah, EO, Christ, yeah, he has to return, yeah. Bailey helps. Mm. Um, there's damaged Katara brawls with Shotzi and Zelina and the rest of baby faces and Bailey's the difference maker Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option I never really was a salad guy that's just not who I am but Noom worked for me Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Uh, there's also uh, Logan Paul, one mm. of my faves. Yeah, good guy all round. Delicious drink. Yeah, he actually technically isn't United States champion right now. You seen this? Heard about this? No. Because I'm a you know I'm kind of a multi-sport guy. <laughs> right. sure you knew about this. You know, just... I like my I like my I like my pro wrestling. Uh-huh. I like my sports entertainment. Yeah. I like my uh like my soccer. Mm-hmm. Like my lo- love me some dads. There's no there's no soccer this weekend, is there? There's no football on. <laughs> yeah, 
might not, there might not be a podcast after this weekend, uh, you two going at it. I, I, all I want to think about is like Saturday, Smackdown, scene missing, Monday. Yeah. That's, that's how I want my Saturday to go. We've got Watford away. You have? Yeah. Oh, of course, you're in the cup as well, aren't you? Yeah. It could have just been Chesterfield versus Sunderland. This one one ball away. I would have happily decked out the Black Cats bar in Chesterfield regalia oh, for your yeah. visit. We could have just had a lovely yeah, a little, day. little bit of straw in the corner for Chesterfield, Mouse. I'd have taken the kids to the game with you without fear for their life and health. Oh, what a day we'd have had. Yeah. We're going to... It's gonna such a weird the, sensation. You get the mags in the next round when you smash Watford. I don't want us to win. Really want us to go out of this competition. Concentrate on the league. Just please, don't, yeah. please, guys. We're so close. We are almost on the verge, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And there's a certainly a mathematical equation where Chesterfield get promoted over WrestleMania weekend. I want that for you. And, and then that just that's the end of it. Counter offer. Go on. You beat Watford like goated moment to put you into the fourth round of the FA Cup. And I appreciate the stress of the league and da da da. And you draw Wrexham in the fourth round. Don't do this to me. Would you take it to get one swing at Andrew Pollard's Reds? I want to, I want to concentrate on the league. And we've already <laughs> beaten Wrexham in a, in a FA Cup quarter final to go to the FA Cup semi final in 1997. So. so that's the one people remember, if anything. <laughs> from Middlesbrough. The Middlesbrough, the Middlesbrough screw job. Yeah. The, the biggest screw job of 1997, okay. if you ask me. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a happy go lucky scamp until someone mentions David Ellery in front of me. How would it feel uh, in 42 seconds when Roberto Di Matteo oh, oh. unfurled that shot into the top corner? I'm genuinely angry. Net. I'm angry at Ilke Gundogan for scoring the fastest FA Cup goal against United last yeah. year because that was just, it was just every time I'd see it, fastest FA Cup goal, uh, FA Cup final goal. Oh. Demon too, and you decided to not defend. Chesterfield probably could have been CFC versus CFC. Were you? I don't think. Yeah, Chesterfield would have lasted a minute. Yeah, you know the closest Sunderland ever. Sean Dyche. Oh yeah, captain. Closest uh, Sunderland ever came to Europe was very similar semi-final heartbreak. We uh, we only had to beat Millwall. Oh, you told me about this the other day. And we would have played. We would have been beaten in the final. We would have played a bang average Man United side. It was a terrible cup final. Man United versus Millwall. Millwall didn't. Show Years this two thousand and four. Millwall. Didn't show up for the cup final. I remember, yeah. Was that Dennis got, Wise? Maybe, yeah. I think you're right. And uh, But they were already in Europe by virtue yeah. of making the final because of the way the league shook out that season. And I uh, one game away from Europe and Jason McAteer got sent off in the semi-final against Millwall. And Tim, I was going to say Tim Lovejoy there. Tim Cahill scored yeah. for Millwall before he moved to Everton. Always, he was a bit of a... Oh, Dennis Wise, player manager. Yeah. I think I'll be playing in the FA Cup final, thank you very much. Yep. Do you know um, what? I will sub myself, though, in the 89th minute. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think that was... I, I was going to say his coming out party, but I don't even... It wasn't Ronaldo. You know when Ronaldo was like, is he rubbish? Remember that period? Yeah. I was like, is he trash? He, he scored. Yeah. I think that was when he... That might have been his coming out party when people saw that there was a lot of potential under the, uh, the bluster. It was not the man of the match, though. I watched the game in a pub, but I was so depressed about how terrible Millwall were <laughs> that I, I don't remember much about it. Uh, I'll give you a clue. A uh, An infamous Man United striker of the sort of noughties. Dutch. Scored twice. One man of the match. Van Nistelrooy. Rude Van Nistelrooy. What were we talking about? Oh, multi-sports guy Oh, over yeah, here. yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, soccer. Mm-hmm. Pro re- sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. MMA. <laughs> darts. Love the darts. Every, I didn't get on the starts bus. Oh this uh, God, didn't I, like I felt like the only one, and I was just like, I'm too tired now to to get involved. 
He's, he, I saw a picture of that kid. Luke Littler. Luke Littler with his wrestling figures, and basically people use it as proof that he actually is the age he says he is because there was like a Dean Ambrose or something that was like, here he is when he's 13 and he looks about 28. <laughs> but the, one of my other favourite sports, as you know, with my uh, impressions of the office of uh, Brady in the pocket, the <laughs> <laughs> NFL. Yeah. Go Colts. Colts might have an outside chance at the playoffs. Oh, really? Yeah. Are we? Hang on. Are we not like Super Bowls next month? Uh-huh. Is this not is not more of it wrapped up then? I can. Uh, some people have like. I'm fairly certain. Like the do the win, LA Rams. Do you win the league and then have the mini tournament anyway? Yes. So you basically. I think it's like you get buys into. Yeah. Here we go. So there's yeah. absolutely nobody that will love this content, by the way, because the wrestling fans that just want to listen to us talk about wrestling aren't getting what they're after. The NFL fans are raging that we're butchering their yeah, beloved sport. Yeah, this is content for nobody other than us two dickheads. But yeah, you get a buy. Friday morning clown show that is the SmackDown preview. You get a buy basically into the semifinals of your divisions thing. So the new the AFC and NFC. So you have the semis there, then the final of that, and then the two winners of that go on to face each other. So you get like a cup or anything for winning the AFC and the NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, but the NFL... So there's still a lot of teams in play right now, then. Yeah, so what's this? I'm just going on NFL.com to say... Uh, I don't really understand how this works. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, who's clinched a playoff spot and, and what have you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. Who have uh, we got right now in there? 49ers, yep. Ravens, Dolphins. Dolphins? Mm-hmm. That was a Dolphins guy one season for 10 minutes. Um, Ryan Tannehill, the Colts, QB. The Colts, it says, in the hunt, if the season ended today, these teams would make the playoffs. Buccaneers, Packers, Bills, Colts, go Colts. And one other team that is uh, very close to our hearts, considering what we normally cover. Ooh. Ooh. Is it the Minnesota Vikings because they're playing purple and yellow? It is. I think. Hang on. No, dear, that's wrong. It's from what we normally cover. We, we don't just cover WWE. We cover NXT. And ah! Uh, Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jags. Um, the Tampa... I've got... I don't know where this has come from in the back of my mind, and it speaks to something that I remember things about this... Dreadful man's life. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. might be, I don't know this for definite, might be the NFL team of one Matt Reigns. <gasps> I don't know this for definite. I know he's a Liverpool fan. I know he's a fan of being a douchebag. <laughs> but New year, new me, eh? Yeah. I don't know what his Yes, hashtag Buccaneers. I knew that stuck in my head from somewhere. And you know what I think I know that from? I'm sure he either attended... Or oh, we talked a bit on Twitter back when it was happening. The WrestleMania 37 mm-hmm. in the Pirate Stadium, yeah. a year removed from when it couldn't take place, either went to it or I remember there was like some excitement about going to it in the in its original form or whatever it was. And I'm sure, yeah, go Blacks. Uh, so yeah, so they're still in it, are they? Yeah, they uh, they've got a 63 percent chance of making the playoffs. Oh, they screw up. They got to face uh, the. I don't really. Carolina. Pa- Jesus, yeah, the Carolina Panthers who are a two and fourteen this season. Oh wow, right, so, so they should win that. So the Bucks, right? What a six pointer though for the Colts. Houston Texans on week eighteen. Houston Texans, if they win, go in the playoffs. The Colts do, win. Where do the Houston Texans play their home games? Well, born. Oh, I don't know. I bet it's at AT and T Stadium. <gasps> oh no, maybe not. Maybe that's because that's Arlington, and and I'm an idiot, and it's in Dallas. If anything, so they'll probably play at the Houston Astrodome, the site of WrestleMania seventeen. 
such a building still exists? Uh, we're both wrong. It's the NRG Stadium. The NRG Stadium? Yeah. Did it ever used to be called anything else? Uh, Click the link. The Reliance Stadium. Reliance Stadium, WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Um, oh, how did we get to this? Oh, talking <laughs> about how great Logan Paul is. Yes. That was it. Uh, Logan Paul is not United States champion anymore mm-hmm. because for the US title and a bottle of prime, right? he swapped it with one Patrick Mahomes, the QB of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs for a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is apparently champion now. That's pretty good. Logan Paul's going to be on the show. I sent he, he might even show up to wind people up with the Super Bowl ring or whatever. But uh, obviously tonight is the final of the United States Championship Tournament. Kevin Owens versus one Santos Escobar. Mm. Logan Paul's going to put himself on commentary for this, isn't he? Yeah. One would think. Um, I reckon Kevin Owens wins the tournament. He kind of has to, doesn't he, for yeah. the maths to work at the Rumble. It's a big first defeat for Santos Escobar, but very little is thrown away now. So um, Santos might find himself uh, in a little bit of trouble. Uh, sorry, no, San- Kevin Owens might find himself in a little bit of trouble uh, in the body of the match, but he will end up victorious to get the match against Logan Paul. I don't think he'll win clean, but I think what will happen is Logan Paul will try and interfere and Kevin Owens' new sort of acquaintances in what remains of the LWO on SmackDown at this point, which is like, what, Carlito? Who Turned up on NXT. Owens can say he bumped into yeah. in NXT. Uh, can, you know, get involved, bit of a schmoz, whatever. Kevin Owens gets the win. And then is it possible that for Elimination Chamber... Because I think Logan Paul beats Kevin Owens, by the way. Yeah, I think, he he can't, I think he's holding it till, till Mania. Oh, I think so too. But could they do uh, Kevin Owens and Carlito versus Logan Paul and A-Town Down Under? <gasps> down Under. Ah. Uh? Uh, and then Kevin Owens is like, well, I'm going to have to get myself a mystery partner, aren't I? And like for one night, it's him and Sami Zayn again, back together for the big, big six-man tag. Nice big moment at the stadium, that sort of thing. And that kind of like finally, finally, finally puts a lid on Owens' feud with A-Town Down Under. You get a nice moment. It's the first time that like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have been back in Logan Paul's orbit. The baby faces go over. It's just a nice, feel-good moment basically on the show. And then that leaves Logan Paul's slate relatively clear for WrestleMania with whoever Mm. he's going to fight. I think Owens wins here. Obviously, you've got Santos has now got Umberto and Angel with him, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. So rather than, I mean, this speculation as to whether maybe Grace and Bloody Waller gets involved, because obviously Owens kind of costs Grace and Waller on NXT. Yeah. And that's basically gets as much views as SmackDown does each week now. <laughs> um, it is massive. Really well this week. NXT is huge. But if you're not doing A10 Dan Ander stuff, at least here. Mm-hmm. Here's an idea, because I've just I've done my research. I thought I knew this already, but I just had to double-check, because I'm a, a consumer of Prime. Go on, sorry, yeah. So, Logan Paul's on commentary. Santos Escobar, bloody using Angel and Umberto. And he gone and got the, the upper hand, hasn't he? The LWO get involved. Have a Whacking Wild do that. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen the Whacking Wild spot from NXT, what are you doing? Go and watch that right now. It's yep. unbelievable. It's on my Twitter, actually, at or X, at Adam Wilborn. Takes out 
uh, Angela and Umberto to leave one-on-one. But Logan Paul's like, oh, what are you doing? That's not right, despite the fact that the heels have been doing it mm-hmm. the whole match. And he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna deal with this. Gets him off conference. He takes off his headset. But obviously, before he goes in, he's going to need a bit of, bit of hydration. Of course. Goes to take a drink of Prime. Yeah. Turns to go in the ring. <laughs> apple in the face, new apple flavor Prime. Oh, Kevin yes. Owens, Kevin Owens wins the, the tournament. Apple meets Prime in the spit. Think, have they got apple flavor? In the bottle. I think they do make an apple one, you know. What the... F- what's Glowberry? Is that apple? Oh, that's the luminous bottle that... One of my kids always wants whenever we go. Sour in. apple. There you Sour. go. It's new flavour. Sour oh, to promote it at least. Sour apple prime. Yeah, love that. Oh, something else oh, I just, just thought. Drink of that glows in the dark. Is it glowing dark? Charging sun says on the bottle. <laughs> Are we missing a bit of obvious Triple H booking here? Might they want to make a town down under situational baby faces for Perth? Maybe. And is this the way that he folds them into the? Santos Escobar universe for the first time tonight. Do they botch interference to allow Kevin Owens to win to create a bit of beef between A-Town Down Under and Santos? And then you do that sort of, Ooh. have those sides pair off for Perth. So A-Town Down Good Under... Good luck baby facing Austin Theory. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's it. The hometown support of Grayson Waller versus just how detestable Austin Theory is. Which, which one wins out? so funny. A, a 50-50 heel babyface tag team. So whenever Grace, uh, whenever Austin Theory's in there, people are like, boo! <laughs> and then Grace will go, yay! They once, do you remember, was it WrestleMania 18? WrestleMania 18, where Christian like went on the Titantron and like obviously Edge was going to be fighting Booker T over Shampoo later on the card. But they were both from Toronto. And he was saying like, oh yeah, being back in Toronto just reminds me of how I can't wait to fly home to Florida. Could they have... Uh, Grayson Waller do that with Australia and just say like, oh God, being back just reminds me how lucky I am to have escaped to America <laughs> or something along those lines. Because they'll presumably just let Rhea Ripley be the big baby face. Yeah. Like they're d- Situational, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Well, one final thing to talk about ahead of tonight's show because um, obviously the, the brawling brutes have kind of gone their separate ways. No idea what's going on with Seamus. Maybe he returns. Maybe he returns at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Maybe he returns here. Mm-hmm. Um, Ridge Holland's down in NXT now. Yep. But Bush has got a match tonight against the Yes Boys. Boys! A team I'm picking for big things in 2024. Pretty deadly. Uh-huh. But he needs a mystery partner. He does. Well, Seamus is an obvious option. Yeah. And he suggested potentially Tyler Beard. That's that's the answer. Is it? Yep. Tyler Beard tonight. Uh, pretty deadly. Are gonna wonder why Pete Dunn's dragged in somebody from the street. <laughs> but we're going to know it's uh, British Strong Style. Yeah, it's Tyler Bate. Uh They've been way more fluid with wrestlers between NXT and the main roster over the last couple of years, to great effect. Like, kind of, it's become normalised in the best way now that you can just... It's less of a thing than it used to be that he's on NXT... It's now more, yeah. un- unless it is like that wacky week with the frigging Undertaker and John Cena. It is like Kevin Owens just turned up this week because there's just more fluidity between the two sides. But Tyler Bay, like Pete Dunne's been kicking around. Like they had their, this is booking across both shows. They were both in the frigging, what the hell was it called? Trophy. Uh, uh, yeah, the No I'm Dar thing. Yeah. like the Heritage Cup. Heritage Cup invitational tournament, whatever it was. They were in that. 
And it was the first time they came together and they shook hands after the match. So they've already worked at like re-establishing that there's a still a bond. A fire still burns for British strong style. <laughs> and tonight we must take on our own countrymen to show just who are the strongest in this Battle of Britain at New Year's Revolution. And it's going to be uh, okay. and talk a bit. Unless, of course, mm-hmm. he calls on the WWE alumni page. It's time to play the game! Before we do that, Uh I have one more suggestion. A city that is close to our hearts in the United Kingdom, Birmingham. Yeah. Means a lot to both of us. Uh, A city that, of course, means a lot to Pete Dunne and Tyler Bay. Yeah. Hometown, in fact. Cabri Club is where they uh, (laughs) earn their stripes. Wrestling in uh, Bourneville, outside of Birmingham. Birmingham City today is. I'm, I'm always envious of the people of Birmingham, but I'm especially envious today. I love, I love Harborn. I used to live there. It was good. Harborn, nice. I like Harborn. Um, what's their friggin' area that? Jewelry Quarter? Jewelry Quarter. Jewelry Quarter as well. Um, they've got like their own. Oh, he's got quite a few hints about all the jewelry shops <laughs> down there. They've got their own little version of Jesmond in uh, Birmingham, and I can't remember the name of it. Oh. My cousin used to live there. It's lush. Yeah. Nice place to go get food. And Anyway, that'll come to me. The people of Birmingham are going to be out on the street celebrating today because it looks as though uh, Tony Mowbray is about to get the Birmingham City <laughs> job. So what I'm suggesting is, as a way to ingratiate himself to Birmingham City supporters, Blues, mm. a team I had to dislike for a brief period when Lee Clark was the manager and no longer have to, uh, maybe he's going to be Pete Dunne's mystery partner. Ah, Powered by his trusty bag of revels <laughs> and an incredible tactical approach. Digbeth? No, not Digbeth, but Digbeth's got the bus station. It'll come to me. Mosley. 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 I got my tattoo in Mosley. I got a story to tell you about someone I used to know in Mosley. Really? Yeah. A lovely park. I cannot broadcast it. Okay. Lovely park in Mosley as well. Edge Baston as well. Edge Baston cricket. I've ran round Edge Baston doing the Birmingham Half Marathon. I did, I did, the, I did the 10K. Um, <laughs> but if you notice as well, we'll yeah. point this out to Anna Louise. She's, it's a running joke every time we go past it. Oh, look at the floodlights. They're not normal. Uh, what, what normal shape of floodlights for you, Michael? Square, circle? Yep, square. You ever seen floodlights shaped like an E? Oh, yeah. Edge passing, yeah. E-shaped floodlights. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. WWE alumni <laughs> page. So, uh, so if, sorry, if not... Bro. Sorry, Brian. Take your pick from this absolute litter of <laughs> If not Tyler Bates... If not Tyler Bates... Smackdown catchphrase coming later. Yep. Who... Is Butch's mystery partner going to be against Pretty Deadly? Yes, me. Yes, me. I'm scrolling through the WWE alumni page. Uh, tell me when to stop. Stop. All business. Cool. New year, new me, one. I mean, I'm going to read it because uh-huh. he's not he's not, not anything wrong. Yeah. But you're going to have to use the Pro Eva rules on this one. Right. Because unfortunately, it's Jason Jordan. Twist. Much love to Jason Jordan. He seems to be doing a great job. Yeah. Backstage producer role, obviously, uh, unfortunately, can no longer wrestle. So. Friggin' Tyson Kidd next, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> stop. One. New Year, New Me. All business. I know. Uh, <laughs> new year. Stop. New Year, New Me. All business. One. You know, Butch yep. has, has gone under a different name previously. Yes. This person has also wrestled under a variety of names. Right. Because Butch, <laughs> I want to see it, is going to be teaming up to take on Pretty Deadly yeah. right now, unless you unless you roll the dice one final time. Uh-huh. With Papa Shango. 
Do you, uh, do you, oh, I kind of want to see Papa Shango try and kill I'll tell you what, I'll give on this, because it's New Year and I'm in a, such a good mood. Yeah. You can roll the dice, and if you, if you prefer, you can go back to Papa Shanga just this once. I appreciate that, yeah. Okay, uh, stop, New Year, New Me, All Business, one. Again, a name I would have read out until, no. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, stop, New Year, New Me, All Business, one. Well, I don't know whether this would work, because I'm, I'm fairly certain this person doesn't wrestle anymore after a, quite a major announcement uh, off the back of something that you and I experienced together right. last year. Uh-huh. But um, I want to see Ryback make a return. Oh, God. <laughs> well, if Ryback returned, we would have to talk about it. And he would hate that. Yeah. So he must be like conflicted about like, do I want this job back on a podcast that What Culture covers? Uh, I mean, look, you're asking me, a long tenured wrestling fan, to choose between Ryback and Papa Shango. This is open and shut, mate. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with Big Shangs all day. So that's pretty deadly getting their uh, feet set on fire and bleeding black blood. You heard it here first. Butch and Papa Shango <laughs> versus Pretty Deadly. Uh, EO Sky versus Meechin for the WWE Women's title. Uh, Logan Paul on the show, Kevin Owens versus Santos Escobar to see who faces Paul at the Royal Rumble. And of course, the Tribal Chief returns tonight, uh, whilst AJ Styles, Randy Orton and LA Knight face off in a triple threat to see who faces the world champion at the Royal Rumble. The SmackDown preview, Will Bond. It's 2024, but it's still got all this and so much more. Let's your thoughts ahead of SmackDown on X at What Culture WWE. Watch that you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Me and Hamflet will be back later on today to preview AEW Collision as well. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 